Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. Did you know somebody took the time to make a list of all the things that need to be done after a loved one dies, or that your loved ones will have to do after you die? Do you want that? That sounds like a lot of work, right after a loss of someone that you care about very much. The idea here, of course, came from a funeral home. So naturally, they do want you to plan ahead by buying a funeral plot, by buying a cemetery plot or a crematorium plot, or be part of the columbarium. But they make money off of that. And I'm not disparaging that at all. In fact, I downloaded what they offered of these 79 tasks that will need to be completed. I think after my mom died and then my dad died and then all these people died within one year of each other who were in my life to a certain extent, some more than others, but I was involved in some way in a lot of the activities that went on after their loss. I was definitely grieving more so for some than others and involved with notifying or collecting photographs or any number of things that needed to be done. It felt like a lot more than 79. Here's a little disclaimer that the company sent along with this list. I'm going to read it to you. The following is an extensive list of the numerous things that would need to be gathered and sorted through immediately after death. All bolded items can be planned before the time of need. Non-bolded items will need to be addressed after the death. So right there you look at that, I did anyway, and thought, wow, that's already more than I think I want to handle. So scrolling down to the 79th, they've got it broken down into categories. The first category is vital information and documents. I'm not going to read everything on the list because if you want it, maybe you can email me and I'll send it to you. Or better yet, I'll send you the link to the funeral home and give them the credit for making this document. Some of these are pretty easy and can be taken care of right away. Some of them will need a little bit of research. But for the topic of vital information and documents, there are 27 tasks that are listed here. So here's the easiest one. Well, maybe not, actually, as I think about it. If your loved one went by some nickname, maybe you never actually knew their full legal name. I've heard that before. When I used to work in pharmacy, we had patients named BJ or John Joe or whatever, but that actually was not the name listed on their birth certificate. They swore up and down and even had their driver's licenses reflect, no, CJ, that's my name. Okay, but that's not what their legal name is as far as the county of their birth would show. There's your spouse's name, number and full name of all children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren, your father's birthplace, your mother's birthplace, these are all things that hopefully would be relatively easy to locate. If you were in the military, you would need a copy of your DD-214, 
which shows everything about you when you were in the military, length of service, ranks you served under, etc. The next category is funeral arrangements. Now, I kind of snickered, and I shouldn't, but this happens to be the largest category, has 31 tasks. What's interesting is that the vital information and documents are all in bold. If we remember the disclaimer, it indicated to us that all things in bold can be done ahead of time. So if you have these written down somewhere, you're one quarter of the way through this list. Back to funeral arrangements. Some are not in bold. I'll read those ones. Bring a complete set of clothing for the deceased. Bring glasses and any jewelry. Gather personalization items for display. Order death certificates. Review and sign all paperwork. I have told my husband that I want to bury him if he wants buried, cremate him if he wants cremated, in his full Navy uniform with all the medals, all the glitter, everything from head to toe. Because he served his country, our country, for 30 years. That is something I want to honor. I know some other folks who have lost a child and had a very special outfit or soccer uniform that they wanted their child buried in. Those are things that usually you you would have around, but I know sometimes people buy a suit or buy a special dress so that their loved one can be buried in that. If they had glasses, I guess you could bring the glasses. Yeah, you could bring glasses and whatever jewelry, maybe a wedding ring or something that means something, a rosary perhaps. And obviously death certificates cannot be done until the coroner or medical examiner has signed off to make sure that there's no investigation needed, etc., and confirm the date and time of death. And then signing all the paperwork. There wasn't a lot of paperwork, as I recall. My mom prepaid her services, so there was very little that I had to do except pull out a piece of paper and make a phone call. My dad's wife did a lot of the planning pre-death for my dad. But, you know, we still had to help her go over it uh, after he passed. Some of the bold stuff, which is something that can be done ahead of time, is to choose if you want to donate to a charity in addition to or in lieu of flowers. Decide on the type of service. Choose a funeral car, a limousine, or your pallbearers. These seem to be pretty much related to a funeral service that a funeral home might do or coordinate, but I imagine you can do this for a military funeral or even a cremation ceremony. The next task is to notify. And there are 16 categories. Family, friends, funeral director, cemetery, any clubs or organizations the person belonged to or you want to be involved, unions, their bank, the attorney. Here are the additional tasks. There are five. Only one is not in bold, and that is address current or urgent bills. 
The ones in bold, which can be done ahead of time, include provide vital statistics about deceased for the newspaper, find or discover the last will and testament, emotional will, power of attorney, etc. Check will regarding any special wishes relating to funeral, and designate someone to look after children, plants, and or pets. And then, at the very end, they have another message for us. It says, This list is long. This list is daunting. This list is the number one reason people plan ahead, to not leave this burden for their loved ones. Contact us today to plan ahead for your funeral arrangements. It's a really stark reminder as I look over this list of 79 things. And I'm pretty sure there are items not included in this list that you can think of, or perhaps we already went through, and some things I've never thought of yet. Nonetheless, it's a reminder. Do you want to do the things now so you have less to worry about later? Do you want to encourage your loved one to do these things now so you don't have to do them later? Do you want to save your loved ones from having to do these tasks? It is daunting. If you look at the entire list, I only read you a portion. I'm sure grateful that there's somebody out there putting these things together for us. One thing that came to mind just now is that you actually need more than one copy of the death certificate of your loved one or your loved ones will need more than one of your death certificate. I didn't see that on this list, but it sure helped. And it was someone who had gone through this before who advised us of that, and it was really helpful. I didn't use them all for my mom or my dad, as I recall, but we did for my mother-in-law. Anyway, just a little tip, I guess. Finally, we talk a lot because this is the year of conversation. And even when I started this show, I talk about, let's get this stuff done now. Let's have these conversations now. Tell your people what you want. Encourage your loved ones to tell you what they want. Because when you're in the midst of grief and sadness and you can barely get your head off the pillow or can't wait to just crash into bed every night from exhaustion and sadness and grief. Wouldn't it be nice to know that some of the things that you need to do have already been taken care of? The people that you've needed to talk to, you've been able to reach? Maybe that could be your task. How about a challenge for this week? Think of some people that you would need to notify in the event of a loved one's death, whose phone number you don't have anymore, or an address that might be out of date. I challenge you to update that information. Kind of like your Christmas card address book. If anyone sends Christmas cards anymore, update it. Because then you have a pretty good idea of who needs to know this information. That's all I have for you today. Let me know if you completed the challenge. I'd sure love to hear about it. I'll do the same. Bye.
Thanks for listening today. You can go to my website for more articles, little news pieces, or a transcript of this podcast. The website is whilewe'restillhere.com. If you'd like to join the conversation, you can send me an email too. Thanks again, and until next time, take care.